This is Brenda the Bender. And this is Raw Dog Shaw. I'm a little hoarse today, but I'm here for the people. Is it really hoarse or lack of sleep? Don't judge me. <laughs> Please don't judge me. So, you know, as a follow-up to our cast last week about splitting the bill, if he goes Dutch, should I ditch? Hope you guys checked it out. That was a great episode. Um, You know, the Shade Room put something on the Instagram this week. Um, the Instagram. <laughs> so, and they said, uh, ladies, remember in Upgrade You when Beyonce said, and anything you cop, I split the bill. And Beyonce, uh, not Beyonce, what's the guy's name? Jay Z's response <laughs> to her in the song was, it's big balling, baby, when I'm courting you. So, you that know, here's, here's, she was saying, you know, I don't mind splitting the bill or go with Dutch. But he said, when I'm courting you, I'm balling. That's the bottom line. When somebody want to get in them drawers, is there any more room for me in those jeans? <laughs> when somebody want to get in them jeans, they need to be balling on you, folks. So if he asks for Dutch, tell him to wear wooden shoes and get to stepping. So silly. Um, and you know, women need to cut all this independent bullshit. Cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> be a little dependent. All right, humble yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <but> so humble. <laughs> I mean, even talking about uh, first dates and those kind of things, um, yo, I was reading this article. Sad. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's really sad. I think it's really uplifting if I were to talk about this on a positive note. Positivity in the community. I'm always about positivity. But um, this girl, differently able. Now, just to be clear... Do we know what differently able means? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Differently abled is a euphemistic term for someone who might be formally, you know, classed as disabled, physically challenged, handicapped, you know, special needs. But now we call them differently able. That is a term now, differently able. And ladies, ladies, we came out here today to tell you, and gentlemen, don't always, everybody's always looking for Mr. Perfect, you know, Mrs. Perfect. And we have to tell you that person does not exist. And we want to remind you, there is a total different dating pool out there for people that are differently abled. They need love too. They need love, too. So I was thinking about this. Isn't it like a dating, like a disabled dating website? Like, okay, God forbid I was disabled. Like, would I, and not married, would I, like, look for someone, (laughs) do I want someone that's also disabled? Do I? No. Maybe not. That's what I'm thinking. Like, if I was a midget, is that the word? A dwarf. No, no, no. Is that a word? A dwarf? If I was a little person, sorry. If I was a little person, I would not want to date a little person. I would want to date a, a six foot, a big, long cock guy. Yeah, yeah. Really? I would want to date not a, maybe not a long cock, but an average cock guy. Because I'm a little person, I don't want a big cock. I don't oh, know. But I heard little people, the men. That's where the weight. Then they got this. That's where they holding it. That's where the height is. Three legs behind, but one stop shot. I need. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, but I want to date a little shorty. I don't know if I want to date a short person. I feel like I want to give my kids a fight a chance. And that's uh, only by dating somebody always that's... Always about children. Yeah. Always right. thinking about children. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, you know, just reading this article, there's this girl. I mean, she was mentioning that, you know, being differently able does make it complicated. Like, for her, 
she didn't mention what exactly her um, her disability is, but she said that she walks with a cane or a service dog and had have a limited use of her left hand. Mm, maybe she have a finny hand. A, fi- a finny hand. You know what a finny hand is? It's like I don't know. You know, they you know what a finny hand is? You ever see that movie with that guy? He goes, "My germs, my germs," and then he no. ends up putting his finny hand into the cake or whatever it was. What movie was this? I'm looking this up right now. I never saw this uh, movie with the guy with the finny. So you know the person with the little hand that kind of just hangs out on the, on the side of your body. Scary movie? <laughs> oh, maybe that was scary movie. I think, I think scary yeah. movie. The guy with the little hand. Uh, listen. Bottom line is, that's what we call, that's what they call a finny hand. So baby, so imagine, um, this girl, she said what she does is, she often mentions, you know, and let them know that. Up front. Up front. Yikes. I mean, you want to know where it's from, but I mean, I read numerous articles this morning in prep of this topic about like people with muscular dystrophy and how are they meeting people. You know, remember when I was doing the online dating and somebody had their picture that liked me and he was in a wheelchair and we immediately said, <laughs> like, no thanks. I got enough problems already. I don't need any more with somebody in a wheelchair. Golly, gee, Bobby, what more can I do? That is so hurtful. Oh, whatever. I just, you know, you got to be mean, about it. You got to be about that I mean, life. You even had, like, you know, this even yesterday I heard, you know, Chris Rock, well, I saw that Chris Rock posted, like, we, uh, we, men, do we do exist. Good men. Good men do exist. We're just ugly. <laughs> he didn't say we, he said they are just ugly. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chris Rock. But, I think he was including himself. But, you know, I thought about that because I'm like, you know, my sister said coined, I think they coined this phrase, like, Facially challenged. Sis. I've never heard this <laughs> before. Your sisters didn't coin <laughs> How this. How you they didn't coin it? They didn't well, coin I this. I first heard my sisters, they have been saying this for a long time. Like, yeah, that, that girl, you know, she has a good body, but she's facially challenged. And I'm like, what? That is so messed up. Facially challenged? That's also a disability. Yeah, well, if you're not a good looker, but what else can you do? But you better have a banging body. You go to the gym every day. But don't turn. <laughs> expect to have the lights off. But, I mean, let's talk about the preparation for a date. So, But, no, let's talk about first where they meet people. Oh. You said on dates. So, you're saying that the dating apps. So, the dating apps. But they do have a, uh, a disabled app called disabledmate.com, like a website. Disabledmate.com. And people that are able go on this website and look up people that are disabled? Or people who have fetishes to be with a disabled person. Oh, 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 oh. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean? But, you know, wow. I wouldn't want to be somebody's fetish. You know... But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing fetish things, but I would want to be somebody's <laughs> fetish. Like, I want to date that girl because like, I've thought about this process. Like, you know, when you go to parties and you see that one guy in the wheelchair, you be like, "Yo, yo, Kalalu, yes, yes, and Kalalu." It's always that guy that was there with his wheelchair. And the they used to, and they used to carry him. his chair down the steps, <laughs> and them girls would be all around that chair whining on that guy. And you know, you wind up on. I mean, I've I've never wind up on this uh, a guy in a wheelchair, but I just think about what would sex be like. Hmm. You constantly just sitting on top of it. Definitely. Sure. If he can't move the legs, what is he gonna do? And if that's your thing. Why not? Well, some people like you to sit on it, sit up on it, sit up on it. Sit up on it, Yo, that is crazy. So, but I often hear that they're also on Tinder. Oh, because there's a, a checkbox for that. Mm-hmm. They're on Tinder, and, you know, they're swiping left and right there also. And a lot of people swipe left and right because, again, to your earlier point, fetishes. But not only fetishes, you know. Maybe people realize just because you're disabled does not mean that you cannot be a good mate. And you can't fall in love with this person. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen out there that are single. 
<laughs> ready to mingle. Oh, because she's no longer single. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it that way, but, you know. But, listen, you know, let's think about the prep for, to be going on a date. So, whether or not you let somebody know or not. Okay. But, I mean, you got to let me know in advance. Don't let me show up on a date. a disability where you can instantly see. Like, this girl who I read about, she said she showed up to the restaurant instantly. I mean, first, very early. So she got there, she sat in the booth. She, no, so she, oh, so she was hiding the can. No, I don't feel good about this. But before she went there, first she had to call to ask if it had, like, you know, wheelchair. Well, not wheelchair, if they had accessibility to, um, like, she didn't want to be in a booth. She wanted to be in a regular chair, I believe. Not in a booth. She ended up going to the booth because she realized they didn't have, I guess, a uh, space. I guess she couldn't reserve it or whatever. Went there. She said the thing with the booth is she's off the slide. I love out. a booth. Well, you're also not disabled, sis. I'm just saying. I love going to a booth when I'm in a restaurant. Oh, God. Because, you know, she didn't want to have to reposition herself. There's often times she has to do that. And she said he came. They sat down. Um, she said they had great conversation. It was cool. She said when he ran to the bathroom, it kind of gave her the opportunity, before they left, of course, to kind of put her jacket on. Because it takes her a long time to put her jacket on. You know, she has a left hand that's really not moving. With any hand. Yeah. So she has to, like, drag it with her right hand alone. And, you know, this is a girl that has to be picked up by either her parents or her sister. She has to make arrangements with somebody to pick her up. And so somebody her dropped off. her off. Yeah, somebody dropped her off. And She even, She should have told him to leave. That's what I would have done. I would have said, I'm waiting for my ride. No, you could leave. guys would not leave a woman there and they not get into a cab. He got there and saw her there. So, so you know. Yeah, but, I, after, but after the date, you have to give the impression that you care about this person. I would just say I have another. My friend is coming to meet me. Oh, <laughs> while you're in the bathroom, my friend just texted. She's on her way. Also, too, she said even eating is a, is, is a choice because she said you don't want to pick anything that you need really two hands to eat. <laughs> so she picked salmon. Which is sad is a very, you know, soft kind of protein to eat. So that's what she usually selects a sandwich. She said a sandwich is very difficult to do. Yikes, because of the hand. When I read the story, it really gave me some... Gratitude? Oh, yeah, that too. I'm definitely grateful. But I'm just saying, this, you know, this the fact that people succumb and push through incidents like that. She still has a great attitude. But, you know, I read about numerous people. This woman is not the worst off. There are people out there that are dated, that are wheelchair-bound, people that have muscular dystrophy, you know, real sicknesses that are out there on this Tinder. And one story I read about this girl who was um, dating this guy, you know, she started doing Tinder, and all people wanted to do was hook up for sex. And she was so desperate for the connection that she just yeah. started having sex with people. And what ended up happening during one of her sexcapades, the guy dropped her. And when he dropped her... Dropped her like on the floor? Yes. He ended up damaging her. So she had to end up calling her family and her friends so they could come. She ended up being stuck in her bedroom for the next three months under constant care due to this escapade. And embarrassment. What do you tell people happened? Yeah. But no, she said her friend was very disappointed in her, saying it's dangerous. Why are you doing this? Well, why she have... What? Why but she she's having sex. sex, but she's having sex with random people on Tinder. But they, but they didn't need to know that. The bottom line is she had sex with somebody, whether or not it was a random guy or not, and she freaking fell. Shit happened in the bedroom. And the mother, the parents were happy, though. The parents were happy that she was trying to get out there and get her groove on. And she wasn't, you know, you don't have to make your life like because you're differently, you're differently able that you cannot date anybody. You know, nobody wants that. You want to you be, you want to live, too. You want to live, too. I mean, so to end the article, what she said uh, was, as I continue searching for someone to share life with, I have to keep in mind that we all have our own differences, quirks, issues, and concerns with how others perceive us. 
disability or not, dating is full of complications. Definitely. I happen to be very visible. I can't do much about it. And even if I could, hiding it doesn't make it disappear. It's true. And she said, you know, I might be able to pretend that I'm not differently able at night if I'm sitting at the table before my date shows up and I don't have my seat until after he's gone. My left hand will have to stay hidden under the table and I better pray that my feet don't decide they want to start moving around and possibly kick him. In the morning, oh, wow. I will still wake up with a disability. So instead of avoiding it, I'm you gotta face it. Here. You gotta this face it. Me. That's what Maria said in Sound of Music. Oh God! You can't hide your problems. You must face them. As this young lady said to end, my favorite movie. I'm great. You should date me. That's it. That's it. She's great. So ten rules are on dating people that are differently date differently abled. Number one, treat them normally. Please don't get weird. <laughs> if you meet somebody you like them, don't keep saying. Don't keep. gonna be a little weird. Don't keep saying I'm sorry. That must be hard. Yeah. Let me help you. You know these people make it. They know how to do it. Two, realize and own your own able-bodied privilege. You know, for many of us, we don't really consider how lucky we are that we're able to do things. Correct. I mean, I'm I'm disabl- I'm differently able too. These knees don't drop the way they used to drop before. It's oh, differently it's able. Really? It's like a it's like an eighty year old woman dealing really? down. I'm just saying. Take some glu- what's that? What's that pill? Glucose. Yeah, yeah. But I stopped. I ran out. I put it on on subscribe with Amazon now. Anyway, show active engagement in disability rights and awareness. Now I have to tell you, I'm not behind this. Just because I'm dating somebody that's differently able, now I got to be the the person that's out here is going, no, just this, no peace. No, for, for people that have disabilities, come on. That's too much. And the guy says, you know, sometimes you realize we fight our own battles, but sometimes we're tired and we need you to, to fight for us. So research and speak out for us. Come on. That's a bit much. If, especially when you're just dating somebody. I mean, if I'm married to you, come on. Maybe. But if I'm just dating you, I got to be like walking around. With you remember on Shameless when she was like, bring retard back. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. Also on Shameless, <coughs> Debbie. Debbie's dating like uh, the same woman. Oh, you're not in that season yet. No, Come I'm on, sorry. Sis? <laughs> Where did you end? Fighting ableism or dating us, dating them does not get you a cookie. Just because you're dating somebody differently able, you don't get a gold star to t- attach to your jacket. Like, look how good I am. I'm dating somebody with a disability. Um, oh, you can also get those those things in your car. The disabled. That's, that's a bonus. The oldest. <laughs> to get a parker. So you can park at the first spot at Home Depot. Because all of the first spots at Home Depot are for disabled people. Like, come on. Like, what do they have to be at Home Depot for? Trust them to tell you what is good for them and what they need. All right? You don't have to be telling them, like, oh, this is not good for you. They already know. And they know if they want to have an extra bear. They know if they don't want to start a new prescription. They know. All right? They know. They know. Get ready because they're going to need your help. Rule six. Rule seven. Your sex life is going to be fine. In fact, it's going to be great. All right? The man says, why wouldn't your sex life be great? They are in it to win it, too. They want the the sex. The sex. <laughs> they want sex. What's just because we don't do something doesn't mean we can't. We doesn't mean we don't want to. Just because we can't do it doesn't mean they don't want to do it. They may want to do it, but their bodies may not be able to do it. So strategize the best way to use your strengths to make this thing happen. And finally, how to break up with somebody. Oh, if you're gonna break up with them, stay solid. Just be honest and prompt. Don't make the breakup about. 
Don't try to hold on to somebody because they're disabled. If you don't want to be with somebody, you just don't want to be with them. And, you know, this brings us, you know, the whole purpose of this conversation is to tell people, you know, you may date somebody that's a little shorter than you. It's not a disability, but it's something, you know, you're looking for Mr. Perfect, but this person might just be a little shorter. Or they may have a a leg shorter, one shorter leg than the other. So it can happen. Right. Or maybe they are missing an arm. Like you said, missing an eye. They wear a patch. There's different things. Missing an arm. Yeah, but they can still make it with the one arm. I agree. Maybe they just have the elbow down. You know, just think about this as another opportunity to not be single. And these people might be so gracious that you've decided to date them that they may go over and beyond for you. Correct. Correct. They may be tricking on you and may never have to make you go Dutch. Think about it. Look at me. I was married to a man who had mental disability. <laughs> he is mentally disabled. And we didn't know right away. We didn't know. Uh, right? Maybe you ignored the red flags. You probably did. I probably did. So he was mentally disabled. And you think about it. Mental disabled disability, you know, it, it, it's, it could be that. So we're also caught up on the physical, but mental disability does exist also. Sure does. Sometimes you meet somebody in a moment of lucidity. You're like, wow, I like this person. Next thing you know, they're like crazy daisy. Yeah, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) This bitch is crazy. (laughs) So I'm just saying, if you dodge a bullet, try something new. These people will be (laughs) grateful to you. Well, you know, um, speaking about weddings, you know, how you got married to someone who mentally disabled, um, there was this thing going around on um, the shade room um, about a girl. She wrote into the shade room, right? Correct. She emailed. I don't know why would anybody um, decide to put this out there, their business, in terms of them getting stood up. Her name is Sasha Aristide. Or Aristide. Yeah, I was reading like the comments. Everybody was like, yeah, you know, she Haitian. Like, what does that even matter? What does that matter if she's Haitian? <laughs> Is that why? She was a pretty girl, man. Oh, no. She was very... I mean, I don't think they were saying like, oh, she Haitian. I think they were just like looking at her name like, oh, yeah, that's an Haitian person. Like, well, only Haitian people could be stood up. I don't I didn't understand that part. However, um, it was very sad. She had... Her wedding was, supposed, was slated to happen on Columbus Day, which I'm totally against. Wedding on holidays. I mean, I know it's cheaper, but come on. People are usually doing things during the holidays. And that is my day off when I'm not celebrating Columbus. We talked about this already. So her subject was my fiancé never showed to our wedding. She said, this was supposed to be me and my ex-fiancé. She had posted a picture of them, like, the whole save the day. And this girl is beautiful. And this guy is actually very good looking as well. Um, But he never showed up to our wedding on Monday. And we never went to Greece, which was supposed to be their honeymoon. I didn't get insurance for our trip. Bummer. $3,000 gone. Grand, not including all vendors I paid out of pocket myself. He paid for nothing. Red flag. People showed up and flew from everywhere and went back home after the venue turned them around. I found out he never paid the venue. I was at the hotel getting ready with my girls when this went down. 10 years gone in 10 minutes. Wow. No, they was dating for 10 years. Correct. 10 years. I purchased a, a dress for three grand. Paid the DJ two point four grand, and the photographer was four grand. And what kind of DJ costs two point four grand? Girl, please. He must have them light sticks that they give out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And all he spent for, all he paid for was three hundred dollars for her hair and nails. And he claimed he paid five hundred dollars for the venue for the deposit, which he told me he paid, but he lied and never paid it. We even had a bridal shower. 
Uh, we even had a bridal shower. She mentions, I'm in a dream reality show. Sad. Very sad. But there's so much red flags here. So this guy didn't pay for anything. How does she not know that the hole was paid for? Like, you usually she's go saying, back to the hole. She's saying he said he took care of it. He paid the $500, allegedly, which he never did. But he paid the $500, and he said that he paid for the rest of the venue. But usually you go back to the hall three days before your wedding. Well, maybe he said he, he went back to, to the finalize hall. the numbers. Correct. And how did she do a full tasting? Maybe the first time they went there to see the place before they put a deposit. You don't put a deposit down until... Well, I don't know. I, I, I didn't have like a whole wedding. I'm telling you, at my whole wedding, that's what we did. We went in, we paid a deposit. And then you came back. And then we went it. back several times because, you know, we had to keep putting more money down like on a mm-hmm. schedule. You can just show up and be like, I'll pay tonight. 20 grand. Yeah. Another wasted, <laughs> another wasted pot. New topic: Why having a wedding is not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Go to Caribbean City. <laughs> Caribbean City, yo, that was a cool spot. That's where I met my husband, man. But yes, so I mean, everyone was talking about this, and you know, I was thinking, yo, is this really a real story? But then I know someone that actually knows this girl, and it's real. Sad. So that's why I even took it to myself to say, damn, this is really sad. Because at first I thought it was a scam. And then when she said she knows the person, I said, well, let's talk about it. Can we, can we talk about it? <laughs> but, you know, and people are speculating, like, how could this guy do this? And, um, Excuse me. One of my friends was like, duh, he's gay. <gasps> it's obvious. What? She was like, trust me, if it was another girl, she would have been found out that there was another girl and this is why he's doing it. She was like, it has to be gay. Like, he has to be gay. He's probably with his lover. My thing was... This nigga is in Miami Carnival. Let's be honest. Leave a job in Miami. <laughs> 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 he's living his best life on Ocean Drive right now. That's horrible. <laughs> Just horrible. Just horrible. Sasha, you know, you know. Thoughts. I would say prayers, but just say not thoughts. <laughs> not and people are like, oh, what would you do? There is nothing to do after you got stood up. Um, for your wedding, there's nothing else to do. You just got stood up. You just gotta. She's gonna find somebody else though. Hopefully, this this exposure brings her, you know, a new love interest. Maybe Mr. Perfect. Sasha, remember the person could be a little shorter, a little, you know, differently able. Sasha remembered, but um, I was reading this article. Well, I saw this article. They was talking about like you know, heartbroken brides Sad. describe how it felt to be left at the altar. And a few of them said, you know, a few of the ones that I read was, it's an empty hole in my body that feels bottomless. Sad. And one of them said that the person said, I don't love you anymore. (sighs) On the day of the wedding? (laughs) Damn. One girl said, I was heartbroken, humiliated, and devastated. And another person said, I was as low as a person could get. I have to tell you, though, it's better for someone to leave you at the altar True. than to marry you, cause you years and years of discomfort, and then divorce you. <laughs> Yikes. I'm, telling you. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, you dodge a bullet. I'm not saying this guy's gay. If he was gay, whatever. But you dodged a bullet. And it's a good-looking girl. Bounce back. That's Get cool. on Tinder. You got a nice shape. Yeah, for real. And maybe you should seek a, dis- a differently able person. Go to differentlyablemate.com. But you know, the person said it's the worst rejection in her whole life. And one person said, it dawned on me. I've been stood up on my wedding day when that person said it to her. That's when it dawned to her, like, are you serious? Were you on time for your wedding? 
Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I had destination wedding. But were you on time? Showing up? I was on time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like late, late o'clock. <laughs> late, <laughs> late, late. Maybe that was the, the, the hinge. I, I was totally late. But again, like I think with this situation, and with many situations, I do think there had to be some red flags there. Like someone doesn't, I mean, you're with them for 10 years, and all of a sudden on the actual day, you realize that this person did not show up to the wedding. You're in complete shock. I can't see how that could be a complete shock. Why not? If you were still going forward with the wedding plans, I it's a think shock. There were red flags with the guy, like you. Oh, know, there's tons. Maybe he was just like, oh, you know. But we I, all look past red flags. I know, but I mean, flash it red. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's another level. Like, yes, a few red flags. Like, what? What he said? All right. But then to know that someone's leaving you, I don't know. All I gotta say is, I would catch a case. Mm mm mm. But, yeah. Sasha, be in our thoughts. Be Keep strong. Going. Be strong. So, for an episode of This Is America. This Is America. Mm-mm. So, Shaw sent me this video. I don't think she thought I was going to get as irate as I did. There was a video of some Jewish people. Probably looked like they were That's in Brooklyn. Is. Oh, that was definitely Brooklyn. That was like- Walking down the streets, they were having like a parade. Music was playing. And as they're coming down the streets, you know, there's like police, you know, around to keep them safe or whatever. And one police officer kept kind of like telling the guy to go in. And the guy was like, oh, you know, you don't get to talk to me, copper. Basically, above the law. And as he kept doing it, the cop ended up grabbing him. Stop resisting! Stop resisting! <laughs> then two other cops came over. They were all tussling the guy. Let him go! Let him go! And all, like, all the Jew people was like, video came. We're recording! We're recording! Let him go! They was all screaming. I mean, the level of privilege here was just... I was sad that the yarmulke fell off. And you can see he was trying his best to get his yarmulke back on. Because the cop Why? knocked the yarmulke and the hat off at the same time. He was trying his Why? best to because get the yarmulke. Is it significant? Yes. I think I felt bad about that. Yeah. A, a backward face and fitted hat is also significant to a black brother too, sis. And that falls all the time. But I have to say, if that was a white, a black person, he would have been dead. That is absolutely And they, were, they just kept holding on him. You're resisting arrest. He's not resistant. He's not resistant. And we're they were in an uproar. We're going to post this video. I don't know how I'm going to post it because, you know, I'm not Instagram good. But I'm going to figure out a way to repost this video for yeah. you to see. Because I need you to see I'm this. Outraged. It was It was outrageous. Okay? Outrageous. And, you know, all the people was like, first of all, it took about four or five cops. To get the, the guy just, was strong. Just get this, ha- this guy hands in handcuffs. You know if that was a black person, they would have took out that baton, started beating him down like Rodney King. Y'all remember that? And Yikes. then put him in the handcuffs. It was just clear as day. That they were trying to, they were doing different ways. Of course, they treat differently, of course. You know, differently but abled. The, the privilege abled. was real. I wonder what happened to those cops. I hope they didn't get in trouble. I tell you, white privilege here. You're resisting! You're resisting! <laughs> I'm not resisting! I'm not resisting! video we would definitely find a way to post it but it just shows you this is right here in brooklyn and we all see it in brooklyn how these jews have like a whole section to themselves they had it they had their own kind of police force which Mm -hmm. i'm very surprised it wasn't those kind of police officers but this was a regular you know new york city police department and they were able to 
do a whole half an hour to freaking restrain this guy. Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. white privilege. White privilege. Why are we talking about white privilege? You talk about this dumb black unprivileged guy going to the White House. <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> I only well. laugh. You know why I laugh? Because <laughs> I saw the Saturday night, the, the Saturday night live skit about this, which was so hilarious. You guys have got to check this out. <laughs> I did not see the the Saturday night live. I guess you could tell us about that, but I did, you know, see and hear the whole uproar with him going to the White House and him talking about how the black man has moved out the house and then black families Shut are forced up, to go to Kanye West, where have you been? Where have you been? Shut up, Kanye. Just shut up. I mean, all those things are systematic. You know, like a lot of things are systematic and why people are enslaved and why they are the way they are. However, you don't go there cooning at the White House talking all this shit about black people and you want to wear this MAGA hat and they're not going to censor you and all this kind of shit. You know, and T.I. came for him. I'm not even going to go. And T.I. had like a whole rant about him, which, you know, that's a respectable man. and I'm a respectable man in this community. He sure is. And he said he's basically done with Kanye and his coon his cooning business. And then he goes on to uh, mention that he's going to Uganda. And he compared himself to Fela. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Fela? Yes. The real Fela? The real Fela. We saw this show together. So he deleted, yes, we did. We saw it Broadway, right? Yes. He delayed the release of his new album. You got to keep for your birthday. Yandi. um, To finish recording, um, you know, what is known as Africa. And then he wanted to, I guess, draw inspiration from the earth there. Um, you know, he said he felt the energy when he was in Chicago. I felt the roots, all the shit. So you just left from cooling in the White House and going all the way to Uganda. And what is that supposed to do, Kanye? I go in front. The music that they were playing, I think that was WizKid that was playing. WizKid, you know, he's a great artist. Um, Afrobeats artist, mm-hmm. that's what we call it, Afrobeats. Which I am going to an Afrobeats party. Listen, this is... This is good business here. DJ Toons. But she didn't even tell me about it. I'm, I'm now finding out. From Bender, who said she was no longer partying. Oh, I don't know, sis. Oh, I did say that, yeah. Which yeah. one is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm no longer partying. Yeah, Maybe you just change your mind. <laughs> but anyway. When is the party, though? You really change your Where's mind. Where's the party? When? After Thanksgiving. Friday oh, after Thanksgiving. Maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe. Anyways. So, again, you know... Donald Trump hugged him, gave him the white suppressor hug. I love this guy right here. I love him. Oh, did you hear the part where he was saying that because of Trump, he felt like, you know, he could feel a father figure? And that is very sad. That is very sad. This guy is suffering from mental illness. Which we all know already. We Kim Kardashian, tell the world how it is to date someone differently able. Oh, she will. As per my cousin, when she comes up with her tell-all book, you'll hear it all at that point in time. Let's be honest. Um... So, back to Trump. Trump was at a rally uh, the other day in Ohio, and he tells black voters to honor us by voting Republican in November. Honor us. As if we need to fucking honor them. (laughs) Please. He says, get away from the Democrats. Think of it. We have the best numbers in history. I think we're going to get the African-American vote, and it's true. And then he tells Kanye when he's there, what we did was pretty amazing. Black people. You are, and then he goes on to talk about the Confederate flag and how Robert E. Lee was a really great person. <laughs> right after. <laughs> I mean. Oh, 
this is so sad. And then they had all the memes with Kanye West like in a bikini winding up in front of Donald Trump. <laughs> that shit was bad and funny. There's so much memes out there with Kanye bent over. <laughs> okay? Looking like an asshole. But anyways, you know. I don't know, but I'm we're letting you know. We're done talking about this with Kanye. I'm so we're done with Kanye, and I'm almost done with Trump. But it's like every time I turn around, Trump does something else. Even at this rally in Ohio, 4,000 people. Do you know what they're chanting? Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Trump, Trump, Trump. And at the other, in other town called New York, NYU students walked out of the class because of this whole Brett Kavanaugh thing. So, I mean, it's just creating a, a greater divide amongst our people. I don't know exactly. how you allow this to happen, but in November, if we don't go out to vote and turn this house from a Republican to a Democratic house... It's going to continue. It will continue. Anyway, um, another place that's fallen apart that I, I, I would never believe, Australia. Don't say that. I would like to visit Australia. Well, guess what, sis? You better get some dye on your skin because these Australians <laughs> are racist. It's <laughs> <Don't> bleach. <laughs> well, bleach. <laughs> you got to bleach, right? Yeah. These Australians are racist. Can I tell you this? They just had a vote in Australia to talk about why it's okay to be a white racist. This is very in their Senate or whatever the hell you call it, they had this vote, and I, I, I am at a loss for words. First, we heard about this, you know, when they did that, the Australian oh, cartoon. The Australian guy who did the cartoon of Serena, Serena yeah. make her look like a, what you call it? A sumo wrestler. Yeah. Jumping in the air. About this, but and he claimed it wasn't racism. He was. He said it was just a joke. He didn't think it was gonna take so much. That was after the whole, um, you know, Cats thing that we talked oh, about the, yeah. with the when she told the, the guy, referee. "I did not cheat. I did not cheat." But it is horrible, horrible to think about that. But then we think about this: a deplorable rise of anti-white racism in Australia on this Monday that just passed, where they voted in the Senate. 28 votes to 31, and the vote, thank goodness it won, with the vote was saying it's okay to be white. I mean, no one is saying it's not okay to be white. It's like saying it's not okay to be black. Of course. But they have, people have the right to be proud of their cultural background, whether they are black, white, or brindle. Correct. And if we, I think it's safe to say anti-white racism is well and truly rife in our society. I mean, they even have a thing where they tried to find burqas. You know, that's what the Muslim people wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Illegal in August. They did a vote to make them illegal in Australia. It's illegal to wear a burqa. Um, and the, the the one of the ladies in the parliament actually went in with a burqa on to show no, why they should find it illegal. I, 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 I'm very disappointed to hear that this is the way that uh, Australia is going. I have to rethink my trip there. Jeez. There were great um, people though that I met. But as we know, they probably sprinkled in or... Undercover white supremacists. Just mm, never know. Mm, just mm. never know. Don't ignore the signs. Uh, talk about ignore the signs. Just <laughs> ignore the signs of white supremacy at its greatest. So, you know, Cornerstone Caroline. I don't know if some of you heard of her, but she was the. And this, this is happening so frequently now. It's like every week we have this cast, there's a new person that we have to talk about. So now this week is it's two people this week Cornerstone Caroline. This is a white woman who went into a corner store, and a woman was there with her two kids, a black woman with her two young boys. With a little kids. cookies bag. Yes. Walking out the store, 
as a young boy was walking out the store, his book bag happened to brush this lady. Her name is her real name is Teresa Klein. I think everybody has her number because it was in the video. Wow. But anyway, he had his book bag, and he kind of brushed the, brushed her as she was facing the counter, and she yells out and says that this guy, this little boy, that guy, grabbed her butt, groped her. Calls the cops. And she's carrying on. She ends up calling the cops. The mother's like, no, I'm going to stay here. This mother's telling her, just leave, just leave. She was like, no, I'm going to stay here and wait for the cops to come. The kids were crying. The son was crying. Like, I did not do it. Like, you know, he was adamant that he did not rope this woman. You, so, this lady's carrying on, on her phone. Yes, and my number is this. So, now everybody has her number. For what I understand, people are calling her, harassing her. This is my number. I'm out here. This lady's son grabbed my butt and she was waiting for the cops to come. <sighs> and this video, she said, thank and this video. Yeah. And you know, thank God for video. Thank God for video. Because as this woman was carrying on, I mean, and she looked like a WS. He had the black shades, the black top of the jeans standing. White trash. And her jeans were like bell bottomish. And then she was on the phone. I mean, you should see how this lady was carrying on. Typical. As they showed her the video, then I saw a follow up. They brought her into the store. Other people there, you know, the community people were there like, yeah, show the video, show the video. Channel 7 News made it there and was interviewing her and said, we just want to show you the video that we captured during that incident. Show her the video and show her that simply her book, his book bag bumped her butt. And Which was not, could not even be construed feel, as a grab. Yes, could feel as like somebody groping your butt. So as they showed it to her, you know, the black people, all the community people, yeah, yeah, you're a liar, you're a liar. <laughs> With your flat ass, as if somebody would want to grope her ass. <laughs> Carry on. The news lady gives the officer says, What do you want to say to what do you want to say right now that she's on this video? She says, Well, first and foremost, I don't know the person who Little boy, I don't know your I don't name. I don't know your name. But I just want to apologize. That's it. And people were like, I mean, basically it's all you all you didn't see was the pick for it <laughs> because people were coming at her in this small little bodega. What was she even at this bodega? I but, don't know. But they said, um, so Tariq Nasheed, uh-huh. he is like adamant that the district attorney in Brooklyn needs to bring charges against this lady. That and that on. if he does not bring charges at his next uh, uh, election, he will help fund the next person that wants to run against him to go against this woman because he believes that this woman needs to have charges pressed on her. So they're basically telling everyone to reach out to the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office at 350 J Street, um, and their phone number is 718-250-2340, 718-250-2340. Call, 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 so that the DA knows we're serious about this and that they need to press charges against Cornerstone. Is it Corner Store or Cornerstone? Corner store. Corner, Corner store, store, Caroline. Yeah, her real name was Teresa Klein. Teresa Klein. <laughs> Corner store. Her name is Teresa Sue Klein. Yes. Yes. So they want his to push that he should press charges against her. You know he's not gonna bend and do it because we said to do it. But Correct. I mean, and then also the next one, hallway Helen. Mm-hmm. This is young Britney Spears looking chick. Um, sees a black man coming through this luxury building. And she's asking him, yeah, so who are you here to see? And he's like, excuse me? I mean, she has this man cornered in the, the front of the building. As, as you enter the first door, who are you going to go see? I mean, Badger, who are you going to see? Who are you going to see? What's your name? Where do you live? Where do you live? And this black guy is very calm, like, why are you doing this? Like, I live here. I have a key. I obviously got in here somewhere. Yeah, but who do you live? And then she tries to turn around and goes, well, if you do, I just want to get to know who you are because I, I, I live in this building as well. 
And he's like, I'm not telling you that. She proceeds, he, he walks past her after, you know, struggling to get past her. And then she follows him to the elevator and says, no, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow you. Goes into the elevator. And she even asks him, like, are you recording me? Are you recording yeah, me? You can record me. Fine. You can record me. It's okay. You can record me. And he goes up. Finally, he gets upstairs to his floor. He gets to his door, opens his door. And, you know, this guy's recording the whole time. And this woman is like, oh, well, I just wanted to know um, who you were and introduce myself because I live in the building. But accuse this guy of not living in this building. Why? <laughs> Let's be honest. Because he's a black this and is America. Was, how, could you absolutely, how could you afford what I could afford? That's what it is. And she was a real estate agent or something like that? Correct. And the follow-up is she got fired. From her job. She got fired from her job. And she should have gotten fired from her job. But let's be clear here. This is like that same Trayvon Martin shit. Because you know how they always be like, oh, I was threatened by this black man. Thank God he was recording. Because then she could say she felt threatened, but yet you're following him. And wait, people being recorded means what? When they kill that poor boy on Facebook Live? Very let's true. be realistic here. So, I mean, I just feel like every week we're getting one of these. And this is white supremacy at its best. Where was all of this before? Hidden? Where was it? But now that Trump's in office, everybody feels. And I think And now that we have cameras, now that Trump's in office, everybody feels that they have the right to continue to do this kind of tomfoolery. Correct. So. Michelle Obama, save us next. Next election. I wouldn't even want to put her through being a damn president. She got a whole family. Who else is it going to be? I don't know. Pence? Oh, come on. <laughs> anyway. Caribbean Corner. And we're dancing. So anyway, Caribbean Corner. Oh, so I was reading that. They're going to bring a sandals in Tobago. Yay. So I think they were trying to be real hush about it. Um, you know, and they were trying to force them to disclose information about what's going to happen. I guess all the deets on what's going to be, uh, I guess, how big, how many people um, that sandals could really hold and what the amenities are going to be. But, you know, they decided not to disclose the information. But we know that it's coming to Tobago. I'm so excited. You know, I told you I went to Tobago and I really loved it. This is the first time I went when I went to Trinidad the last time. And, I mean, if I go back, I'm going to go straight to Tobago and stay at, like, a guest house with a housekeeper. So, definitely. With a housekeeper. Definitely. <laughs> I, I mean, like, somebody's going to cook for me and stuff like that. But, definitely, this is great, great, great stuff. Great, 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 great. Oh, maybe when we go to see Bougie, we could uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. go over for a week. Yeah, Sounds man. Like a good plan. Easter. Everybody remember Bougie. Because everybody know Bougie's coming out. December. They're my fight to get my bread drip, Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> she got all the boom. Bye-bye. <laughs> You know, people in the uproar, like, when is he going to, I think Jamaicans were kind of upset, like, well, when is he going to be performing here? I mean, come on, he lives there, man. He'll be back soon, you know, like, he can't come back to the U, to the us country. So we have so to come to him. We'll be there. Looking forward to Bougie. Um, Next shout out. Happy uh, First People's Heritage Day that was uh, in Trinidad on October 14th. This is when they celebrate the indigenous population that was the first people in Trinidad. Um, and, you know, happy first... Uh, you know, yeah, like day in, off this day? no, it was no day, but it was like no day off. No day off. You know, they got a day off in Trinidad for every day, <laughs> but they, you know, they basically had the Indians out there doing a little parade, shaking, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so Caribbean corner. Um, oh, before we, this is a Caribbean corner side eye. 
I saw this video on Instagram with this black girl, a white girl, and a, a white guy. He's in the front, and they're dancing to the Afro beats. You know, and he's whining, and everybody's hey, hey, hey. Even Shaw, when she was watching, like, hey, hey, I heard you on the sidelines. Say, hey, no, get, it, get it, get it. This is just another example of these culture vultures stealing our way of life Gosh. and monopolizing it for their own well-being. Give me a break. I mean, and you know the thing about it is, black people are so willing to teach anybody what we know. Yeah. Sickening. It's true. Get it together, folks. So let's do a couple shout-outs. Let's start with some birthday shout-outs to my Libra sisters. Ashanti and Keisha Cole celebrating her birthday this week. Love them both. Oh, my God. And I ain't going to lie. Ashanti, you were slaying in that dress that you had on. Yo. I mean, she was slaying in that video. She did, like, a whole... Well, I mean, they, they showed a video with her, her sister, and her mom, like, doing, like, a dance routine. But then they showed her giving some guy a lap dance and dropping it like it's hot. Yeah, I give it to Ashanti. She has a bad body. She's... I mean, who knows what she's doing now, but... She looks good. She good. looks great. And Keisha, good. yo, when I heard about Keisha Cole, this brought me back. Yo, Keisha Cole, my relationship days. Yo, her albums. You still help her make it through. Oh my God. No. I changed my mind. Yo, that is a straight, like, you effed up and album. <laughs> that and Marsha Ambrosia. But that album, both of them were great albums. Now she's doing this happy music, I ain't down for it. But shout out to Keisha Cole. Happy birthday. Keep Effie out these streets. Happy Libra birthday. And then also we want to talk about makeup for melanin. This is a makeup line for us chocolate sisters. Hello. Oh my gosh. And I must say, it is well appreciated. When I came back from Greece, I was black. <laughs> as, as Brenda was saying, black. <laughs> and I'm telling you, everybody's like, oh my God, you should really stay this complexion. As if. <laughs> like, I wish I really could. But I mean, nevertheless, I'm still a variation of chocolate. Bend on the other hand, a little lighty light. Caramel. Makeup for melanin is what's up. This is what we should be using. So I'll ask all my chocolate sisters to so check it out. Makeup for melanin. And that's it for our cast today, right? Yep. Check us out on Instagram, on SoundCloud, or iTunes. Share us. Let's be great. Love us. Bye. Make black, what is this called? Black chicks. Brooklyn chicks. <laughs> Really? Brooklyn chicks. <laughs> Keep Brooklyn chicks great again. <laughs> <laughs>